Good morning, today's daf is daf Ayin Vav. Today's shir is Le'ilu Nishmaras Miriam Bashaya, Zalman Meir Ben Ruvain and Aaron Bainish Ben Yechezkel. May the Neshomas have an aliyah and may the memory be a blessing. Um, we got up to basically Ravashi Omar, it's about the three, nine, 10th last line of Ayin Hayom with day 75b. So we'll go from there. Let's just quickly get back into it. We brought, we had a contradiction between our Mishnah and Abraisa. This opening line of our Mishnah was, Hareze gitech amanach shetabshani as Abba amanach shetaneki as beni. This is your get on condition that you serve my father or that you serve my, or that you look, nurse my son. And then it asks, how long does he have to, does she have to nurse the son for? Two years. Or a contributor, 18 months. Now the Gomorrah then brings a brisa which says, as soon as she served the father, and what about the father? So we had assume that means until the father dies. And but then we bring a brisa which says, you don't need so much. He says, um, as soon as you, she served one day or nursed the child or served once or served the child once, nursed the child once, I raise a get. It's a good, valid get. So Rava came along and explained the contradiction. He said the Mishnah is where she says it unspecified, where he doesn't specify. He just says on condition that you nurse my child. And the price is where she specified once. And that's very easy. Oh, so if it's unspecified, again, and this way I find Ravashi quite hard, but it makes sense. It says, as long as you nurse my son. This isn't unlikely to mean once off. He means as long as you need the nursing for. And, but if he specifies once, then that's good enough. Um, so Rava Omar Lo Kasha Kan Bistam Kan Bumaforish. Ravashi Omar Ravashi comes along and he says, Kostam Nami Kamaforish Omechodami. Even if it's unspecified, it also means like one day. But now our mission is difficult on Ravashi. Because if you hold that, if the person just says, this is your get on, um, it's as if she said, sorry, this is your get on condition that you serve my father or nurse my child. What does that mean? According to Ravashi, one day. So how are we going to understand our Mishnah? And that's what the Gemara asks. Our Mishnah said, how long, again, the opening clause of the Mishnah was unspecified. How long, and the Mishnah asked, how long do you have to serve for? Or nurse the child, or how long does she have to nurse the child for? Two years or a contrary one and a half years. Oh, that's all very well according to Rava, because unspecified means as long as the child needs. Why does the Mishnah, contra Ravashi, who said that unspecified is like once, well then, why does it have to say two years or one and a half years? Just one day is sufficient. So the Gemara answer is, this is what Rav Ashi is saying. Yom echod, uh, this is what the Mishnah is saying, how Rav Ashi would explain this. Yom echod shodim. It means she has to serve one day of the child's first years. Shodim, to exclude if she nurses the child after two years, dilo, I, that it does not work. And Yom Echon, according to Rabbi Huda, would be Yom Echon Mishman Asur Chodesh Lafuke Laachar Shman Asur Chodesh Delo. It has to be one day within the 18 months to exclude if she serves the nurses the child after the 18 months. I, when, when our Mishnah says for two years or for one and a half years, it doesn't mean literally that she has to serve for that long. It means that a nurse the child for that long. It means she must nurse the child within that time frame. I, nursing a child, according to Rabbanon, who's over two, or according to Rabbi Yehuda, who's over 18 months, doesn't count as nursing the child. So she would not have met the criteria of the get. That's how you understand the Mishnah. The Gemara challenges Ravashi again. Again, so if he said this is your get on condition that you serve my father or on condi- for two years or on condition that you nurse my son for two years, if the son or the father dies, Oh, sorry, if the son dies, or the father says, you know what, I don't want her to serve me anymore, okay, not because he's angry with her, but because that's his choice, ain't no get, it's not a valid get. Now, according to Rava, the Rasha, again, that stum, unspecified is two years. Um, yeah. Therefore, even if the child dies before two years, the get is void. Because it's Bidaloi Pirish, 
Um, The ratio is where he did not, the ratio is where he did not specify a time frame um, and therefore if this child dies or the father does one service it's still a valid get and the safer is where he specified two years, well if he doesn't serve for two years it's an invalid get. Even though the father doesn't want the service, or the child has died, so she can't, but he specified the time frame. According to Ravashi, what's the difference between the Rasha and the Sefer? According to Ravashi, both the Rasha is where he said, serve, for all intents and purposes, he said, serve for one day. And then the Sefer comes along and says, um, serve for... Um, yeah, sorry, I'm explaining the question. Not almost what's the difference between the ratio and the safer is why should the get be valid? Because again, according to Ravashi in the ratio, when he says, on condition that you serve my father or nurse my child, he means once. Which means if we then say, if the child dies, or if the father doesn't want service, what's that? It means he's never ever served the father or nursed the child. Because again, all Ravashi requires is once. So if you're going to say the child dies and she didn't manage, it must mean she didn't ever do it. So obviously the condition isn't met. So why would we paskin in the ratio that it is a valid get, and in the safer it would be an invalid get? That's a marginal ratio, marginal safer. Based on that explanation, what's the difference between the ratio and safer? Both cases the get should be invalid. So more answers? Kasha. Yeah, it's difficult. Ravashi is going to have trouble explaining that Mishnah. Interesting, I pointed out, when we have the word Kasha, it means you can resolve it. We're not refuting Ravashi, which is quite interesting because it sounds like quite a strong question. How's he going to explain the Mishnah? Um, unlike when you find the language to Yufta, rejection, that means oh, that opinion is invalid. Um, Sometimes you'll find the Rishonim will try and find how would Rav Ashi answer it. Okay, let's go on to the new case. If someone says to his wife, this is your get on condition that you serve my father for two years or my son for two years, I raise their get. Even if she doesn't fulfill the requirement, it is a valid get. Now, why should it be a valid get? So this is going to introduce the principle we discussed at length in yesterday's stuff. Um, remember, what makes something a valid condition? What are the criteria, the requirements for a condition? That it lines up with the prototype of the condition that Moshe made with uh, Reuven and Gad. So one of those was that it has to be a Tanai Koffel. Remember, it has to be, you have to specify, if you serve my father for two years, then it is a get. And if you don't, you have to say the negative as well. If you don't serve my father, then it's not a good get. So that's an official. So, so why in this case, again, she says, on condition that you serve my father for two years, etc. And we say, if she, even if she doesn't fulfill the Tanai, it's still a good get. Why? Because she didn't say, if you do serve my father, X, and if you don't serve my father, X. Will be a, if you serve my father, it will be again, if you don't, it won't. And, and so too with nursing. She had to say, if you nurse, then it will be a good get, and if you don't nurse, then it won't be a good get. So no, if he fulfills if he fulfills the condition, then it's a good get. If not, then it's not a good get. Again, I think the simple understanding is the Rabbanon is they don't agree with the requirement that you need to nikkosel. They don't hold that you need a double condition, as we explained yesterday. Specifically in the case of Bnei Gad and Bnei Ruvain, you need the double condition because you would. What would you have thought if he didn't? If he, obviously the the first point. He has to say, if you cross over, then you get the land on the east of the Jordan. And help, if you cross over and help the Jews conquer, then you get the land on the east of the Jordan. Now, what would you say if they don't help cross over? You might have said they don't get any land. So Moshe had to say, no, if you don't cross over, then you won't get your land in the east of the Jordan, but you will get your land in Eretz Israel. So there it was essential for, for everyone to understand the deal 
he had to specify the positive and the negative. But in most cases, you wouldn't have to specify the positive. That's the Chachamim. And Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, Oymer Rabbi Shimon Gamliel says, You never find a condition in the Torah, in the writings, that is not doubled. Now, oh, what is it? so what's Rabbi, Gamliel, what's Rabbi Shimon Gamliel saying? So the Gomorrah explains. Some say Rabbi Shimon Gamliel was responding to Rabbi Meir. And some say he was responding to the Rabbonim. And I'll explain. So, so just remember, what did Rabbi Meir say? You need the Tanai Kofel. So some say he's responding to... Um, um, some say he is... Um, responding to Rabbi Meir, this is what he's saying. Okay, Rabbi Meir came along and said, you need a Tanai Kofel. And Rabbi Shimon Gamliel responds and says, no, you never find a condition in the Torah that is not doubled. And therefore, it's two psukim, two psukim teaching the same thing. And any time you have two psukim teaching the same thing, we're about a third of the way down on involvement. Aleph. We're just going to, we nearly finish this piece and then I'll catch up. Um, and any time you have two sukkim coming to teach the same thing, you don't learn from that. That always makes sense. If the Torah teaches you a rule once, you use that as a general rule that you apply to the rest of the Torah. If it says it in case A and in case B, why did it have to repeat in case B? It must be it's unique to those cases. So, I mean, it's a bit vague. Rashi gives examples where we see Tanai Kofel, but it, it doesn't seem to be limited to two cases. It seems more, but either way, Rabbi Shimon Gamliel is responding to Rabbi Man. No, the Torah always repeats the Tanai, which means it's limited to those cases, and you wouldn't learn it to other cases. And then it says, Some say Rabbi Shimon Gamliel was responding to the rabbis, and this is what he's saying. We never find in the Torah, in, the, in all the, it seems, all, in all of Tanakh, that a Tanai is not doubled. And therefore, we should learn from him. Okay, so Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, you can learn, depending whether you learn he's responding to Rabbi Meir, then he agrees with the Chachamim. And if you learn he's responding to the Chachamim, well, then he agrees with Rabbi Meir. Okay, and it would be dependent on, does he learn, um, how does he learn that the Torah often repeats the Tanai? Okay, Verimino, but now we ask a contradiction. Um, again, the, the price has started that if you serve, on condition that you serve my father for two years or nurse my son for two years, that's the, the case of our Mishnah. It says, If he says to his wife, This is your get on condition that you serve me for my father for two years, or you serve my, or you nurse my son for two years, if the son dies, or the, if the father dies or the son dies, it is not a valid get. Even if she does not fulfill the condition, it is a get. She can say to him, you know, give me your father and I will serve him. I is dead, I can't. Or give me your son and I will nurse him. But now, Kasha the Rebbe Meir, the Rebbe Meir. This is a contradiction between Rebbe Meir and Rebbe Meir. The price that we read on the top of the page, Rebbe Meir said it's an invalid get because you need a Tznai Kofel, you need the double expression. Um, and this price, Rebbe Meir says, it, um, it is not a get. I, it's not a get. Remember, what happens if we say it's not a Tznai? We ignore the Tznai, but the get stands. And Rabbi Meir says, yeah, it's not a get, implying that the tie stands is not met, and you, you invalidate the get there. Um, Maybe I missed something, I missed something, and I'll just go back one step. Yeah. You're giving the woman the get. Uh, yeah, the husband gets the get. The husband gets the get, yeah. And you're saying to, if you have the get, or if you look after my son for two years, yeah. it's that. She receives the get. At that time, is she divorced and can marry somebody else, or only after the two years can she marry somebody else? Because what would happen well, if she now marries someone so else? She definitely can't marry someone until after two years. Right. The question is, when do after the two years, when did the get kick in? That's a machloik as we saw the other day. It's a machloik as Rebbe who says that the get does kick in. 
call almanats by achshov any time you say almanats that says if you said from now and who, I think it was Rabbi Yossi or those who argue on Rabbi I don't, I don't know if we had a name for that opinion is whenever you have no that means from when the get is takes it from when the condition is met that's when the get the takes, say, takes she effect she cannot marry somebody for no, definitely years. not she's always not getting good for two years yeah she's not married to the guy but well, she's not until the condition is met yeah, yeah. um so, 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 just, so the Kashan Rebbe Ma and Rebbe Ma, again, the first price says, Rebbe Ma says, you ignore the condition and therefore the get stands. And here Rebbe Ma says, the get is invalid. I, you, you're giving credibility to the condition. And Kashi is Rabbonin and the Rabbonin. It's also Machlokes between the Rabbonin and the Rabbonin. In the previous price, she had to work the full two years for the get to be valid. But here, she doesn't have to. She can just claim, you know what? If your father was here, I would serve him. If your son was alive, I would nurse him. But I can't. So he said, oh, it's a good... It's as if the condition's met and it's a good get. So it's a contradiction. So to Rebbe Mad, Rebbe Mad, Rebbe Mad, Rebbe Mad, Rebbe Mad is not a kasha. There, Rebbe Mad is speaking about when the tanai, the condition wasn't doubled. And here in this price, is discussing a case where the condition was doubled. Now this is interesting and this is important because we, we actually mentioned it yesterday. But the Gomorrah speaks in very... The Mishnahs are very vague. It just says, this is your get on condition. It never gives us the full language of the get. So I was thinking, how do you know when it really means that the condition was doubled? And he said, I mean, another problem we mentioned yesterday is that you have to mention the condition before the action. You have to say, if you nurse my son for two years, then this is a get. And what does the language of the bryson say? This is only a get if you nurse my son. It's backwards. The condition shouldn't work. So no, you have to say the bryson generally doesn't speak specifically. It just mentions the condition for the purpose of the discussion. Does it work? Does it not work? Not, not does the condition technically work or not, but what would be the ramifications of the condition. That's when the bryson is discussing, when a Mishnah or a bryson are discussing a Condition, it's generally discussing what are the ramifications of such a condition, assuming it works. It's not going into the technicalities of when does it tie work or not. So then how do they know? Because here we say, no, the first price is when there was a condition, the second price is when there was not a condition, even in the second, even in the first price, uh, where there was a, no, sorry, the second price is where the condition was doubled, the first price is where it was not doubled, and even in the second price where the condition was doubled, you also have to say, and it was, the condition was before the thing, before the action, etc. So it must be they knew, I think they knew, they had a tradition, what was the price they're referring to? Or it's a process of elimination, there's no other way to explain it. But either way, I find it quite interesting of when we're being pedantic and saying, no, the, the condition mentioned isn't valid because it doesn't meet the criteria of a condition. Or when do we know when it's no? Really, you've got to assume that all the criteria for condition are met, and it's just discussing the ramifications of such a condition. Okay, that's the... That, but either way, yeah, the, the Gomorrahs either, as I said, it had, they had a tradition, how to explain it, or they um, worked it out, basically, there's no other option. And similarly, the Rabbonin are not contradicting each other. He says, Who the Chachomim in the second writer? Rabbi Shimon ben Gamil, Rabbi Shimon Gamil. Now again, so the first writer, which says, on condition that you serve, nurse my child for two years, or serve my father for two years, if she doesn't, it's invalid, that's the Rabbonin, because she literally has to serve for two years, and if she can't, even though there's nothing she could do because the child died, the get isn't, the condition of the get isn't valid, isn't met, and therefore the get is invalid. And here, and but here, that's Rabbi Shimon Gamil, he says, the call ikva sha'eno haimeno harayze get, that was the klal he said um, at the end of our Mishnah, any time the ikva, the reason she is unable to perform the condition is not due to her, it is a valid get. So here, why is she not nursing the child for two years? Nothing to do with her. It's because the child dies. Okay, here, why is she not serving the father? Because the father died. So the reason, the ikuva, the reason that she's withheld from fulfilling the condition is not due to her, so therefore it's as if the condition's been met. Um, interesting enough, we saw even further, that's what the Mishnah said. If she, if the father says, I don't want her to serve me, 
Now, if the reason the father doesn't want her to serve him is because he's angry with her, well, then it's her problem. It's her fault. So it's the condition is not met. If the reason the father says, I don't want you to serve me, is just because he doesn't care or doesn't need the help or whatever, it's from him, then it would be a good get. That would be according to Ramon Gamil. Just to remind us, what's this for us? I think we mentioned it yesterday. Okay, the, the main purpose of that, according to this understanding, the, the husband's motivation is to gain something. He's not doing it to aggravate her and bind her to them. His purpose, we assume his intention is to gain something. What's his gain? That there's someone to look after his child, someone to help with his father. If that's not necessary, well then he still wants the get to go through. So underpinning that, again, but that's not so straightforward based on the different opinions, but it would fit in well with every human family here. Oh my law, before I if she says before two people, If she says before two witnesses, this is your get on condition you serve my father for two years. And then she, he repeats, yeah, and Rashi highlights, you have to say the cases where he says to her, this is when I give you this get, it is only a get if you serve my father for two years. But he's saying when I give it to you, because if he gives it to her straight away, well then that's the condition, and he can't change anything, which now we're going to see he modifies. What does he say? Then before another two ate him, he says, um then in in front of another two witnesses, he says to her, This is your get on condition that you give me 200 zoos. We don't say that the second phrase is cancelling out the first phrase. Rot, however, what does it mean? He's giving her the option. If she wants, she can serve his father, or if she wants, she can give him 200 zoos. So again, so he first said to aid him, here's your get on condition, you said my father for two years. Then he said before another to aid him, I'm, this is her get. When I get this get on condition that she's 200 zoos, we say he's not retracting the first condition. Again, he didn't give the get yet. Um, but he did say, when I give you this get, it is on condition that. And now he's saying before another two witnesses. Um, we're saying she gets the choice. Rashi explains, because um, it's not, why should we say it's double? He says, firstly, he says the point I mentioned, um, that the law master law, the law master law, the master law, you can't say that. By the first witnesses, he gives her the get, because if he does give the get, well, then she's divorced. He can't add any time to it. Um, and then he says the first, the second one is not cancelling the first one. He's not coming to add to the first condition. In addition to the first condition, I that you serve my father, I also want. 200 zoos. He didn't say that to her. So therefore you can't say that he's coming to add to the first one. Because that's what he would have said. says, He's also not coming to uproot the previous one. Because he doesn't say, cancel my initial opinion. He must be saying to her, either or. You can choose which one you want. So that's the um, case here. However, what happens if he says to her before two witnesses, Here's your get on condition that you give me 200 zoos. Because of Omar, he comes along and he says, Here's your, before a different two set of witnesses, he says, Here's your get on condition that you give me 300 zoos. In that case, In this case, his, his second condition is cancelling the first condition, and you know, we'll come to the second point, but you also don't join the aid in from each one. Uh, but the, so, so why here do we say that he's cancelling? When he says, I want 200 zoos. Here's your get on condition, you give me 200 zoos. In front of two Adim. And then in front of another two Adim, he says, here's your get on condition, you give me 300 zoos. So there, 
we assume by the fact that it's both money, and all he wants is a profit. Well, he's saying, you know, actually, I want a bit more money. I want three entrances. That's why we take the second condition as the given. Um, interesting, we see. Oh, yeah, let's do the last point. Oh, yeah, let's go. So, interesting, we see that the condition also has to be said before to Aiden. I was wondering because let's say he says to her, okay, look, I'm going to give you your get, but it's on condition you pay me 200 zoos. And then when he's doing the whole thing before the Aiden and gives the get over, he doesn't mention it at all. Seems there you can almost ignore the condition. It would be 100% a good get without having the Aiden. Might be emphasized by the next point. That's what I'm leaning to, how I'm leaning to understand it, as opposed to saying she should keep the condition because otherwise the get's invalid. No one, just no one knows about it and Basin can't enforce it. But the, the danger of saying that is then you can have a woman who's not divorced acting as if she's divorced with no recourse. Okay, then the last point we said was that you can't have one aid from the first set and you can't have one aid from the second set joining together to have two aid in. That there's this condition. says, ah, hey, which case is it going on? Elay ma safe hare bottle. If you want to say it's going on the first balls. Sorry, on the safe, okay, when he first said 200 zoos and then to another two witnesses, he said 300 zoos. We said that he's cancelled the first condition. So obviously you can't have a... Obviously you can't have a witness from the first condition because that condition's got nothing to do with the get. So what are you bringing the witness from? So LR Reisha, it must be going on the Reisha, Pshitta. But that's also obvious. Again, the Reisha was that she needs to serve the father... And then he says that you give me 200 zoos, and we said it's either she can choose. So that's also obvious. The one is a witness to a condition that she needs to serve the father, and the other is a witness to a condition that she needs to give 200 zoos. So how can you think to join the two witnesses together? No, nothing's fallen away because she can choose which one she wants to do. So, so it is there either condition, but how can you think to bring? So he says, no, Mautatema, what you might have thought, the primary purpose of these aidim is to verify the tonight, to make sure that she has to fulfill the tonight. And therefore, if the point is, we're testifying that she has a tonight to fulfill, well then, Mitzitarfim, maybe you would think that they can join. I mean, they're not joining really to say what the tonight is, they're joining to say that this get is only valid if there's a t- on the, but if this if a tonight is fulfilled, and therefore you could join how much money that you can't join them. But the fact that they two tonight heard by two different items at different times, you can't bring the item together to say to create the obligation to only divorce based on a tonight. Okay. Next Mishnah. Let's read the first case and then we'll explain it and then the other cases almost will follow. It says, And I'm going to explain it according to the Gomorrah's initial understanding, even though some of the opinions are going to revise it. Just because then when we have the initial understanding, we'll understand what the Gomorrah is going on. If I explain it according to how the Gomorrah learns it, well then we won't understand what the what the Gomorrah is asking. So it says, This is your get if I don't come within 30 days. And he was someone traveling from Yehuda to Galil. He Antipras. If he reaches the city of Antipras, Vchazar, and then he returns, bottle Tanah. He's cancelled the Tanai. Why? Again, this is only your get if I don't return within 30 days. He has returned within 30 days, so this whole get is void. Now, the explanation, the, the assumption is basically there's two points going on here. He's a, he's a man from Yehuda traveling to Galil. So he's basically telling his wife, if I go to Galil and I don't return within 30 days, then it's a get. But what happens if he goes to Galil and returns within 30 days? Well, then he's cancelled the get. He's totally voided the get. Antipras, this is another minute, is just past the border of Yehuda in the Galil. So when he says to her, here's your get if I don't return within 30 days, I, if I don't return from the Golil within 30 days, and he went to Antipras, so he's been to the Golil, and then he returns again within 30 days, he totally cancelled the get. Interesting. What would be if he starts out on his journey? Pardon? What's the difference? That 
Oh, so it seems that's the condition. He says, but along the line, he says, I'm going to the Galil. If I don't return within 30 days, it's your get. Almost, he makes it part of the condition that he's got to get to the Galil. You're right. What, uh, um, the, so what's the borderline? But, but that's what it is. When he gets to the border crossing between uh, Galil and Yehuda, that would be the... What's it? Did you see the sign? You are now entering. <laughs> so when he does that, then he's um, that, 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 yeah, that's how you would have to learn why he's making the condition like that. It's not so clear. But interestingly enough, Rashi points out, what would be if he doesn't go into the Galil and he returns? The get's still hanging because he hasn't not met the criteria. He hasn't been to Galil and then returned within 30 days. He hasn't been to Galil. So let's say shortly after giving the get, he starts out on his journey, he doesn't reach the Galil, he returns then, and then a few weeks later, he does go to the Galil. Well, then you have to see, does he return within 30 days or not? So that's just an interesting point that Rashi highlights. I'm not going to focus on that because let's just focus on the case. So that's the first case. Now we're going to see basically the, the exact opposite. Someone who basically says the same condition by going from the Galil to Yehuda. And we're going to mention a city which we assume is just out, just into Yehuda, I not in the outside of Galil. So he says, Here's your get on condition that I don't return in 30 days. And he is traveling from the Galil to Yehuda. He brings, he reaches Kfar Osnai, and then he returns home within 30 days. Bottle tonight, the get is cancelled. Again, he's left the Galil, he's gone into Yehuda. So now the condition starts kicking in. Will he be back within 30 days? If he does return within 30 days, well, he's been to Yehuda, come back within 30 days, the whole get is torn up. Now a third case. Again, very similar. This is your get if I don't return within 30 days and he's traveling. Literally, the Binet Sayon, we say, is overseas, but here means to Chutzaret. And he reaches the city of Akko. Because and he returns. What's his condition? His the condition is voided. Um, again, Akko we're assuming for how we've understood the Mishnah so far that it's outside of Eretz Israel. So he reaches the first town outside of Eretz Israel. It's as if he's, he's left Eretz Israel. So the clock starts ticking. Does he reach 30 days or not? If he returns within 30 days, then the whole get is torn up. Then a new case. Sorry, I skipped. Um, he says, Behold, this is your get if I am away from you. I am not in front of your face for 30 days. If I leave you, very simply understood, if I leave you for 30 days, then this is your get. If he was going, going and returning, going and returning, I see had short the three-day business trip, leaving, coming back, leaving, coming back, that's fine. Oh, but he says, Since he wasn't in Yichud with her, in seclusion with her, it is a get. Now this seems the opposite of what we said. We said he told her, if I leave you for 30 days, then it's a get. And the Mishnah says, okay, so if he's leaving and coming back, but he's never in seclusion with her, okay, even though everyone saw them have supper together at the restaurant, whatever, that's not good enough, it is a get. Okay, so the Gomorrah is going to discuss that the last case seems to be intrinsically flawed. It says, now the Gomorrah goes back on the phone. Are you telling me that Antipras was in Galil? Remember, I said it was someone from Yehuda traveling to Galil, and Antipras was the first city and just crossed the border. It says, they raised a contradiction. Anti pras be Yehuda, but far osnai be Galil. Painteye meitilinoi solachumra. We have a price which says explicitly that anti pras is in Yehuda, far osnai is in the Galil, and between them is you have to go strict. Muguresh is she's divorced, but she's not divorced. She can never marry a Kohen because this might have been. If she, so let's say it's someone from Yehuda. It's, it seems like this, you have Yehuda and Galil, and then just in Yehuda you have Antipras, and just in the Galil you have Tvarosnai, and between them is a Sophic. Is it part of Yehuda, is it part of the Galil? So if he goes, someone from Yehuda goes just past Antipras, he's now in uh, no man's land. 
He's in that Sophic area. So there you have to go strict. And that's how we explain in the Mishnah. Is there he has to go strict. Mugureshes, Vayin Mugureshes, Mugureshes. She can never marry a Kohen because she might have been divorced, even if her husband dies the next day. Um, but you can never use this get to remarry because maybe the condition wasn't met. Maybe he didn't actually leave Yehuda to the Golil because he only went into that Sophic land. Mugureshes, Vayin Mugureshes. Omer Abaya. Abai gives a different answer. He says, Trey Tanai Ka'omar Law. Pardon? Well, you're going to have to message me later. Um, he says, Abai gives a different So that's the first answer <laughs> that we're not actually discussing where he reaches the town of Antipras or the town of Pharisai. He reaches the no man's land, the Sophic land between them. That's the first thing. Omar Abai. Abai says, No, Trey Tanai Ka'omar. The husband is giving, the mission is a case where the husband gave two conditions. First one is, If I arrive in the Goliel, then this will be your get. Or if I am away on a journey for 30 days, and I don't return, then it's a get. So now it's either or. Whether I leave Yehuda, I get to the Goliel, then this is a get. Or, if I'm just away for 30 days, then it's a get. Now, um, therefore, he if he reaches Antipras, now where's Antipras? In Yehuda, so he hasn't left. He never reached the Golil. And he never delayed 30 days. The get is cancelled. So that's how Abai explains. He says, you've got to read into the Mishnah. If you look at the language carefully, you'll say, Harezi get him. Lo basim ikan bat shoshim yom. What's it? Vahoyahoylech miyuhudu legolil. Higil antipras. Why are we mentioning traveling from Yehudu legolil? And he reaches antipras. So you're almost kind of reading in, Abai's reading in two conditions. Again, the first condition is, did I reach Golil? If he reaches Golil, the condition's met and it's a good get. Or, if he's away for 30 days. Okay, now the Gemara um, brings the uh, brings the next case of the Mishnah. Someone traveling from your from the Galil to you. Sorry, someone traveling overseas and he reaches Kvarako. Now again, originally we thought that Akko was in Chutzlaaretz um, and therefore the condition is voided because he reached Galil. And he returned within 30 days, so the condition can never... He reaches Chutzlaris and the condition... Now, our assumption is not like a buy answer that we're discussing two conditions. The assumption is like we originally thought that it's because he reached outside of Eretz Yisrael. Are you telling me that Akko is outside of Eretz Yisrael? When the sages would depart from each other, they would depart at Akko. Mishum to also lots of my Eretz Yisrael because it's forbidden to leave Eretz Yisrael and go into Chutzlaretz. Um, before we get the context, basically they would see them up to Akko, which is just in Eretz Yisrael. So we see Akko is in Eretz Yisrael. That's the main point we bring in here. So again, our question is, why should the get be void? He never actually left Eretz Yisrael. So Amr Abaye, we go back to Abaye, who gives uh, the same answer as he did before. Trey Tanai Ka Amr Law, he's giving her two conditions. Either, for either condition, the divorce will kick in. And if neither condition is met, then it, the divorce won't kick in. The get won't work. So first condition is, If I reach Chutzlaret, then it's not a get. Now in this case, he didn't reach Chutzlaret because he went to Akko. It says, And if I go to, if I don't return within 30 days, then it's a get. Now, So here, since he reached Akko, and he returned, so he was and didn't go into Chutzlaret, and he didn't delay on the journey 30 days. Therefore, the condition is cancelled. Now, just interestingly, um, it seems that the sages from Babel would go to Eretz Yisrael to learn there. They would return to Babel, the sages in Eretz Yisrael. Those who lived in Eretz Yisrael had the issue of leaving Eretz Yisrael. Um, this piece, this concept, I mean, it's not the primary place that it's discussed, 
but it's something to bear in mind, the discussion regarding firstly going to Israel, leaving, how how much of an obligation is there to leave Chotz and go live in Eretz Israel? I mean, as we see here, there were scholars who were going to Eretz Israel and then returning. They weren't making Aliyah. Um, and I guess, yeah, under what circumstances would you be obligated? Is there an obligation? Well, yeah, I guess the first question is, is there an obligation? Under what circumstances is there an obligation? And when can you say, I don't have to make Aliyah? That would all be relevant to that piece. It's not the primary place to discuss it, so let's go on. Next point in the Mishnah was, where? He says, etc. If this is your get, if I am away from your face for 30 days, and then we said he's coming and going, so he's seeing her within 30 days, but he wasn't in Yichud with her, so he's never in Yichud with her for 30 days. It's a good get. It says, But he wasn't away from her for 30 days. So Amr Avhuna, my ponecho, Tashmish. Avhuna says, What does ponecho mean when he says, I won't leave your face for 30 days? That means Tashmish. And therefore, It's just a nice way of saying it. It's a euphemism. It's a sneeze way of saying it. Um, so interesting. He's seeing her often, but they're never in seclusion, so we can't. So, they, so it's, it's clear they were never intimate. Therefore, the get kicks in. Now, Rabbi Yochanan gives a different explanation. Rabbi Yochanan, literally, I mean, see her. Now, therefore, again, we're back to our original question. Well, then, why do we say at the end, Harazeh get it is a get? He says, Me katani It doesn't teach that they divorced. Harazeh get katani. It's teaching that it's a valid get. The law how they get Yoshon, it's not considered a get Yoshon. If he is away from her for 30 days, how they get? It can be a get. I Rabbi Yochanan saying the concerns differently. Firstly, as long as he's seeing her within 30 days, the get won't kick in. And he says, notice the language doesn't say when we said at the end of the Mishnah, it is a get. We didn't say they're divorced. They're not divorced because he's seeing her within 30 days. What we mean is that it's a, it is a get, is that it's a valid get, and it hasn't become a get Yoshim. Remember, we, we've mentioned a get Yoshim before, but that is, if someone makes a get, um, Let's say it again. So, yeah, if someone writes a get and then he's intimate with his wife, there's a Xerath Rabbon and that, that get is no longer valid. So that's what we're saying here. As long as he's never been intimate, been in Yichud with his wife, he's never been intimate with her, we can be certain that it's a good get. And then at any later stage that he is in, away from her for 30 days, the condition of the get will kick in. Again, unlike if he has been in Yichud with her, well, then it's a... Um, then it is a get Yoshon, and he can't use that get to divorce her anymore. Now, Tanya Kabai said to Rabbi Yochanan, there is a price in line with Rabbi Yochanan. He this is your get if I am away from you for 30 days and he was coming and going so he never was away for 30 days since he was never in Yichud with her it is a get and we're not concerned about it being a get because he was never in Yichud with her now how does this prove Rabbi Yochanan because by saying the concern is that it's a get Yoshon Firstly, that's what Rabbi Yochanan meant. But according to Rav Huna, there's a stronger concern. If he was never in Yichud with her, well, then it's definitely an invalid get. Because remember, according to Rav Huna, what does it mean? That he was never intimate with her. So therefore, it's definitely not a good get. And the get is the Oraisa invalid. Not just get Yoshan, which is only Draponet. So clearly, it is Draponet. Then the Gornos of Shema Pius. But maybe the husband at some stage did Will, well, yeah, basically the question is, he'll come along later on and he'll say, I was in seclusion with her. Yes, it's almost very, very hard to prove the husband was never in seclusion with her over a certain period of time. You're going to have to have almost aid in that they were with him 24-7 whenever he was in the vicinity, the city with his wife. Of, so, so that's what, the husband's going to come she's going to say, look, this is a get, he was away for 30 days. And he's going to come along, and she'll use it to get remarried. And a while later, he's going to come along and say, "No, I was with her in the interim." Says Omar Abba Hachi Omar Abba Mori Mishmei Rav. This is how they explained it in the in the Rav that part of the claim has to be has to be. And we trust my wife to say that I didn't return. 
Uh, he's saying as part of the condition, if I'm away from her for 30 days, and she's be- and we believe her to say I didn't come, because then either way he's saying that he can never at a later stage come along and say, no, I was with her and it's an invalid get. So that's when we're happy to accept this condition. So that was taught in regards to this price that we said, Tani but some taught this straight on our Mishnah. Well, it's actually the next Mishnah. He says, from now, if I don't return within 12 months, and he dies within 12 months, this is a get. We should be concerned that within that time, he was intimate with his wife, and then it's a get yoshan. So Omar Rabbuna, Hachi Omar Rabbu Mori Mishmed Rab, no, but Oimen Nemenes Olay Loimer Shalobasi. Part of the condition is that he says, and we trust her to say that he never returned. Now the Gemara is just going to explain what's the difference whether you learn it on the Mishnah or the Brises. Is Manda Masi Lo Hamad Nisim Kolshigan Brisa? The one who taught this case on the Mishnah, how much more so he will apply it to the Brisa? I, the one who says that we accept this when the claim is. I believe when part of the condition is I be, we believe my wife, I'll never go argue, I'll, my claim that I was with her will not refute my wife's claim that I was not with her. If you say that on the Mishnah, where it's unlikely that he returned, because remember his thing is I'm leaving for, that, for, a two, for a year, and if I'm not back within that time, and he's died. So what's the chances that no one noticed him return to town in the interim? But the price that he's coming and going. So there's a much better chance that he could have been, a, a, been alone with her with no one being aware of it. So if you say that it works in the case of the mission, it will definitely work in the case of the Brysa. But in the no, according to the one who says we need it in the Brysa, but not for the Mishnah because he never came back. I, so we would not, so according to this, you only require that stipulation. I, that we will trust my wife on a case like the Bryser, where he's going back and forwards, and there's a good chance that he has been in seclusion with her, but not on the mission where it's, he hasn't come and it's very unlikely. So even if he didn't make that clause, in the condition, it would still be a valid condition, and we would permit the get. Okay, let's go into the next Mishnah. This is your get if I don't return within 12 months. And then he dies within 12 months. Ain't get. It is not a good get. Why? Because we're assuming that the get only kicks in after 12 months, and therefore he's already dead. So it's not a good get. If he says, here's your get from today, from now, if I don't return within 12 months, and he dies within 12 months, Haraise get it is a good get because it's a get from now. I as soon as he gives it to her, the only thing is it kicks in when he doesn't return in twelve months and he's never going to. Says oh, I'm new case. I'm me can't If he says to people, if I don't return within twelve months, cause for v'tnu get leishti, then write and give a get to my wife. Cause for get betoyfud beis chodesh v'nosnu leechodim laachar yud beis chodesh. If they wrote the get within twelve months and gave it to her after twelve months, I no get. It's not a valid get. Again, why? Because he said, I want you to write it and give it after 12 months. If they wrote it within 12 months, they're not meeting his requirements. If he said, you know, write and give a get to my wife. If I don't return after 12 months, it's a little not, not as clear anymore. And then, and they wrote it within 12 months. They didn't. And he gave it after 12 months. Now, it's not as clear because he said... He didn't make it as clear that if I don't return in 12 months, then I want you to write it. He just said, um, write and give a get to my wife if I don't return. So maybe it's not as essential that it's written when he doesn't return. It could be written now. Still, the Tanakama says, I know get, it's not a bad get. Rabbi Yossi, I mean, because they get Rabbi Yossi says, no, in, this, in such a case, it is a get. We'll explain the Machloikas in the Gemara. Kis will acha yud beis chodesh, venos will acha yud beis chodesh, or meis, if he writes it, if they write it after 12 months and they give it to her after 12 months, and then, umes, and he does, im haget koidim lemisahareza get. If they manage to write and give the get again, this is all discussing after the 12 months. They wrote and gave the get to her after the 12 months, and it's before he died, well then it's a good get. Imesa koidim, the get. If he died before the get was given, ain't no get, it's not a get. Vim ain't yodaya, zuhi, she'omu mugureshes, vain mugureshes. 
if you don't know, well, this is the case where we say, it's a sophic whether she's divorced. Okay, now let's go into the Gomorrah. So again, the ratio was where he said, this is your get if I don't come within 12 months. Our Mishnah said very clearly, if he dies within 12 months, it is not a get. So Tana, we learned in a price of Rabbah, our sages permitted her to remarry. I, it's as if, just saying this is your get, if I don't come back within 12 months, it's as if he said, it kicks in from now. Now man Rabbah who is this Rabbah Seinu? It's the same based in that permitted oil. Again, while um, in the Tanoim's period, just as you know, we're not allowed to have Yayin of non-Jews and Bishul Akum, they also forbade the oil of a non-Jew. And then Rebbe Yehuda Nasiya, that's Rebbe's grandson, his based him permitted it, said no, we see that's not a good Zara, and they permitted it. So that's the, that's almost, I think that might be like their, their, uh, their defining case. That was the most controversial thing that they did, so that's what everyone knew them about. So that's that based in. So he's holds so Rabbi Yehuda says name of Shmuel that it's that based in. Why They hold like Rabbi Yosi that the date of the get tells us that the get kicks in from the point of the date. And this is a machloekes Rabbanon and Rabbi Yosi um, in Baba Basra regarding someone who wants to give Yerusha and again he wants to give it to his one son and not to his other sons. Now remember he can't give his Yerusha after he dies so he has to say, now according to the Rabbanon he has to say the, the gift kicks in from Me'achshof and then obviously he keeps the Peros but the son who he wants it all to go to gets the Guf um, but the so the Rabbonin say he has to say Ma'achshav. Rabbi Yossi says, no, he doesn't have to say Ma'achshav. By writing the get as today's date, I want all my property to go to my son when I die. Then he means, or by the time I die, he means from today. But, and so too, he's translating that into the case of the get. Um, the Rabbonin would hold, he has to say Ma'achshav, and therefore in the first case of the Mishnah, it's not a good get. Whereas this Beidina Damashcha, Paskin like Rabbi Yossi, that by writing the date on the get, that's as good as saying from today, from when the date is written. Um, this Rabbi Abba, the son of Rabbi Chiyabar Abba, said the name of Rabbi Yochanan. It was specifically Rabbi Yehuda Nasiya, the son of Rabbi Gamliel Bar Rabbi, who paskin like this. I, that he doesn't have to say Ma'achshov, the, the date of the get is significant enough. And none of his colleagues, Kol Siyato, none of his colleagues, agreed with him, or Omrila, or some say his whole life they did not agree with him. So the Makhloikas here is Shmuel says that it is, it was basically a unanimous opinion that we rely on it. Call Rabbosainu Hitira, all the sages of that based in permitted such a get. Again, if he says, from now till after, if I don't come within 12 months, this is your get, and he dies within 12 months, again, According to that, the Mishnah is like Rabbanon, but everyone, on Tishmul, everyone paskins, or that whole basin of the Shor Mishcha, permitted that case, like Rabbi Yossi, it says the date on the get makes it as if they said Ma'achshov, and um, they said in like Rabbi Yossi, I know that that was specifically Rabbi Yehud and Asiya's opinion, but the rest of the basin did not agree with him. Okay, we'll continue with the Sugiya tomorrow.